Hey, welcome back. Um, we're still just having some fun. Um, we've we're gone down the uh, the Reddit rabbit hole. Yeah, we're we're in trouble now. We are about this whole new Reddit section of this is not how girls work. Yeah, yeah, not how girls work. Which uh, I felt comfortable with asking men. We'll see how good our anatomy of the opposite sex yeah. is on some of these, but uh, especially because we're three in and we our tolerance has gone down to like one. Oh yeah, no, this is gonna get lit, but. Um, Full disclosure, kind of a warning. This first one we're starting with, we wanted to talk about, but it, it it's not really funny. It's not, but I, I think we'll definitely do another episode on this further down the road. Yeah. But this is a good entry point, and it is, um, it's titled, I don't, I-D-E-K, what the fuck's I-D-E-K? I don't know. Isn't that supposed to be like, I don't know what to say? Yeah. What, what, why, why do you need an E? <laughs> I'm already confused, and I'm like, this is supposed to be a serious one. Okay, anyways... It was a little picture of this uh, place of, a health, of a healthcare. Women in coma gives birth, and now police want DNA from male workers at healthcare facility. And the comment, is, this is reported by CNN, by the way, but there's an actual source. It says so in the picture. CNN sent three minutes ago. <laughs> so um, the first comment, the one comment underneath there, is, um, it says, I don't think DNA tests should be done. Let's receive it as a miracle like we had the Virgin Mary's birth. Or is man too intelligent to ever believe in something so extra extraordinary that new life somehow produced itself while this woman was in a coma? Perhaps she had a dream of having a sexual encounter with her husband that her body thought it was real enough to produce a pregnancy. Easy, I didn't read down that far. Uh, oh my god, this is... That's just... Okay, first off, if you're in a coma, you're not getting pregnant. No. The only way you're getting pregnant... Is someone stuck it right be, Yeah, the immaculate conception is a story. Yeah, not just that, but if you actually look at some of the statistics of like sexual assault at nursing homes and things like that, oh, it is it's far more likely yeah. that somebody. Yeah. Oh my. Now the whole thing about the DNA test, I think it should be done. One hundred percent. Someone needs to be held accountable. Yeah, and I honestly I believe in DNA tests for whenever the child is given birth, regardless of the if it's faithful or not. And um, the reason being is um, I'm going to use our poster child, my good old brother Dave. This motherfucker. He's uh, doing better despite everything. Yeah, he, he's um, he's in the angry phase. And he is on the verge of snapping his berries and telling her just get the fuck out. And uh, so he found out that his, um, his one, his, he thought what it was his child was was his? It is actually not. Is actually came home. You know, you are not the father. Yes, thank you, Mari. And uh, the biggest thing was, he has a really good idea who the father is, and he he is about ninety percent sure it is his uncle. Oh wow, that's yeah, yeah. Well, that's a different definition of keeping it in the family. Good thing he's adopted. I, oh, I was about to ask that. Yeah, yeah. I did. Oh, oh. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to nah. play footsie with something. Socks are on. Well, that's true. You do got your boots on. But I do like a little rough around the edges. <laughs> we are gone. <laughs> we are gone. Anyway, Back to the serious point is is that um, he's adopted. So he uh, sent me the picture of the DNA test, which was um, and 0%. Yeah. And those DNA tests, you know, they're like over 99% accurate. It's just like birth control. 99.9999999. We're German now. 99999. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's just it. I'm I'm 
it's last few weeks been really rough for him. Um, I I know I didn't really help him too much. I I helped him, but I was just chastising the hell out of him. Well, you know, but it, it was, it was the it, truth. He stays in ruts where he will just take abuse. Oh yeah, and he gets he comes up with these dream scenarios, which I understand. I come up with the same dream scenarios as this could work out, and that as a man comes with the problem solving abilities we have. We're trying to figure out what is the best way to solve these problems in front of us, even though they might not be the most beneficial to us. Well, and I think too, a lot of men, they really crave that nuclear family, mm-hmm. but they might not be emotionally healthy enough to actually sustain it. Yeah, and there comes in with that kind of dictonomy. And uh, that's the other thing I told him too was, was um, even though it's not his, it's like man, you got a decision to make about this stuff, but. It appears he made his decision, and I think he's going to come out the other side a lot better. I think he's going to move for a while. That's my theory after this divorce is settled and whatnot. And uh, I already told him, I was like, dude, my door is open. Come up here, transfer. His job can transfer their positions yeah. up here. Work on yourself. Just... Yeah. Come up here, work with me. Come, just come up here, stay, stay at my house for six months. Don't worry about, I'll take care of everything because I mean, I'm, I already pay all the bills here. Save up for six months if you want to stay up around here. You can get a place nearby. Come do our hang out on our podcast with us. Hang out. Um, I'll show you all this good male stuff. I'll teach you how to really not. To, it's not necessarily being a farmer. I think the farm farming has taught me how to be more of a man well, than being in the city. Farming is one of those things you have to do it a certain way, and you just got to work at it. And the one thing I like, even though I'm not comfortable with it. You can't control it. You exactly. can till it the field. It teaches you uh, tenacity, I think it is. And tenacity to keep pushing forward because you have to make it work. And if you're a control freak, realize that you can't control this. You uh, can plant exactly. seeds. You can water this thing. You can do everything right. And locusts can come and eat the son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Before you know, you don't even have a crop. But I, I know it was, uh, this is supposed to be another fun episode, but it is something bit on the more serious side. I want to show them, like, Farming has taught me so much more, and I'm not even that really technically. If you want to use farming as a definition, I'm not a farmer. I have a little garden, and I got 200 acres. Eventually, my goal is to get that field outside of my house completely full, half of it being corn. But again, it, like we said a lot in our other episodes, baby steps. That's a big thing. Not only was Rome not built in a day. But you got to get comfortable doing the little things to do the big things. And i got a big problem with this myself. And I always I see what I think is going to be the next step. And it's four or five steps ahead. And instead of focusing on the next step to get there, I get hyper-focused on the one that's way out. Yeah, and you know what? Something that he did ask me, too, about it. He's like, because I was just talking to him yesterday. He's like, I said, man, I don't, know, I don't know how you live on a farm. You're always working. You're always doing something. I just want to relax. And I was like, I get wanting to relax. I'm like, I want to do the same thing. But I'm like, that's what my Sundays are for. I try to get all this shit done. Um, you know what? On Sundays, nine times out of ten, I, I don't do a goddamn thing. Well, not just that, but there's kind of a misconception. During harvest season, you're working 14 to 18 hours a day. But for three months out of the year, you're doing the bare minimum, just keeping the fields yeah, cause, like, clear. Like, my one big thing, he's like, well, he's like, in the winter, you're always out there trying to cut wood and get stuff for the farm, for the, keep your house warm. I was like, yeah. That's just part of me. That's part of life. Well, and two, you can make anything a game. That's like you and me when we got to chop wood. Yeah. Once again, 
Grab a couple of beers, maybe take out the whiskey, yeah, exactly. chop a tree down, yeah. process it. Who start cares? seeing Have fun. who can fight the log fly the farthest. Yeah, and and like I, I think though is he's never really had a, a country life, but I think a country life gives you a really good backbone. But when I was raised, I had half city, half country. I got best of both thrills. I saw how what it was like to hustle, but I also saw this is how you bust your ass. For me, because same way, I realized there was two big ways to make money in Oklahoma. You either became like an engineer and became a demo guy and something like that, structural engineering, or you worked the oil fields. I realized I'm not built for the oil fields. All my cousins <laughs> that did that, they were 220 and ripped, and my little 140-pound oh, ass, God, I said yeah. they're going... I think God gave me a brain for a reason. <laughs> exactly. And um, um, But that's one thing. I, I, I really hope he decides to come up here and move in with me for a little bit. I while. would just like him to be around people that don't take advantage of him and actually want him to do things yeah, for himself. I think he would do great between me, you, and then uh, my buddy Jesse. I know you haven't had a chance to meet him yet, but again, he's also he's working on his grind. He's working six days a week, taking care of his shit. I mean, he's working six, five, six in the morning till six, seven at night. To be able to take care of his, uh, take care of his yeah. stuff, but again, that that goes to being on your grind and taking care of what you need to take care of, learning what you need to learn. Because, yeah, he has all his um all his things for um mechanics, but he's nowhere near being a master mechanic. So that, that's his big thing. He's like, I need, I want to get to that level. How do I get to that level as fast as possible? Here's another one that I think is going to be funny, and I think it's going to go deeper than what we think. And the comment or the post was, why do men start podcasts instead of going to therapy? Which we feel personally attacked. I've oh, been, no. I, I go to therapy. and I'm, I, went, I'm so therapy. triggered. I'm triggered. And then this guy who really thinks he owned this girl, the same reason females start an OnlyFans instead of getting a job. <laughs> you would have been better off saying therapy in the very end of the... Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's the thing with the uh, OnlyFans. What do people do? They, they, a lot of females claim that, oh, I'm a female, I'm independent, I make my own money. I understand that mindset, but at the same time, it labels you as a slut, it labels you as a person not to be with, because you're going to be fucking every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Here's my thing with this, because I got a hot take, because I listen to a lot of women and left-leaning people sometimes, because I want to see both sides of the argument, and they're kind of right on this. Men don't have a problem with porn stars who get taken advantage of by, like, Brazzers or the company where they don't have control. But the minute a woman monetizes her sexuality for herself, they have a problem with that. Which is kind of true because, like, Belle Delphine never actually went fully nude, made insane amounts of money, and then got out of the game, invested her money, and now she's living. Yeah. Like, I I can understand maybe some of that, but... My my big thing is a lot of a lot of them do go all the way down to that rabbit hole of doing the full news, every X Y and Z. Oh, yeah, and then they I hate to say it, then they actual they turn around and say, oh why can't I find a decent man? Well maybe because men don't want that. Is I mean is that so shocking? But their response is well men are paying for it, but th- that's the difference. They're paying for what you're providing. If they want to be in a relationship with you, they don't want that. I gotta tell you right now, Belle Delphine came to me, which I know never gonna happen. I look like a bridge troll, but you know, hit me up anyway because <laughs> I don't care how you got your money. You seem good with it, and you know what? I'm personally gold digging. I'm trying to break that stereotype. 
any rich heiresses that want a passion project, hit me up. I feel like oh we God. built so much momentum, and this is why we shouldn't... Re- like Miller Lite's going to be the death of us all. It is. Uh, I hope that you're enjoying this, everybody. We're enjoying doing it. I think we're still within the realm of what we normally do. Well, yeah, I, I think we are, because we're, we're definitely talking about a lot of what we believe and what we think into it and what our opinions are. Because not our, our opinions are not factual things. No, and I like the fact that we don't always have to agree, you and me. And we can yeah, because get... I, I don't agree with the OnlyFans. Because I think, it, for me, I call that as a red flag. I think there are, a lot of them are, they may come off as stable, but I don't think there are a lot of stable people who do OnlyFans. And I believe it's under a false information of saying, I am an independent woman, hear me roar. Well, I think it comes down to, I, I don't think anybody goes into sex work necessarily because they want to. I'm sure there's the exception to that. It's kind of like prostitution is called the oldest uh, vocation for a reason. Yeah. You know, for women, sometimes that really is all they can get. And that's not necessarily a good judge because even my great grandfather, when uh, men would call women of the night whores and things like that, he's like, well, why don't you marry them and make an honest woman out of them? Some of these women. Their well, husbands died, and that was all they could get at the time. Yeah. But here's the other thing, is, but, though, is because uh, you're taking more of an old-school thought on it. Um, um, the newer school is just a lot more is, oh, this is how female independence is. It's independence of sexuality, especially with today's day. And it's, I, I think it's a lot of it's bullshit. I can't really weigh in one way or another because... Like, I'm not going to hate on you for having game and like going and doing that, but if you're going to end up looking for a relationship or a husband or, or having kids down the road or whatever it may be, that's going to be a, a for a lot of men who are actually looking for a good woman, quote-unquote, um, to them, that they're going to most likely walk away from that. And then, of course, though, it comes from being a good man as well. Yeah, I don't really have too much to say because... I- I agree with you. It's weird to me how empowerment starts with sexuality, but I've been told there's a reason for this. I haven't looked too deeply, so I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth. Because it... it yeah. yeah we'll, we'll go through, because yeah. I'm not going to speak I, I, on I, things. Speaking but, of what we're what yes. talking about, I'm going I'm to give you this one. Um, mistake... Uh, what is it? Uh, not how girls work. Uh, literally no woman submits to her boss or looks at her employer that way. And the... the uh, little uh, caption thing is feminists taught women that it's good to submit to their boss and and be his helper but bad for women to do these things for her husband. It's good to have these strange to have strangers raise their children but bad for their own mothers to raise them. It's torn down marriages and harm children. I, I have never known any feminist tended to be like worship your boss. That's Yeah, no. I, I don't understand that at all. Yeah, that one's no. that one's weird. I'm sorry. Because I do know and, feminist and, people that still want to raise their kids. Yeah, exactly. And my thing is, well, that's what I hate about feminist, uh, a lot of feminists is they saying, oh, you got to submit to the man. No, you're not submitting to the man. You're going in a partnership. And granted, yeah, she's a woman, but doesn't, just because you're a woman doesn't make you a fucking feminist. And you don't have to fucking, oh, I'm this independent woman bullshit. You can be an independent woman and still be with your husband and still be... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, committed to your husband. Not just that. I think it, the difference, too, is like you say, if you're in a partnership where you talked about this and you assume a traditionally, and I'm air quoting here, yeah. feminine role in this relationship by choice, 
that's still feminist and that you were able to you, make that choice. You're empowered to own that shit. Right. And owning what you want to own. And that, that that's empowerment, I think, at its basis is taking what you do well or what you consider your own yeah. and doing it. Like or Likewise, if you're a woman with a really high-powered career that makes a lot of money and you have a husband who does enjoy cooking and you've talked and he would rather stay home with the children, that is valid, too. It's yeah. Now to dig into that for a second is you got to remind, as a, as a woman or a man or however that situation is, you still have to come home and respect that person. Because a lot of people, especially, I'm going to say it like this, but especially women, they'll lose respect for a man over time, just like a man will lose respect over time yeah, and I think as a woman taking care of the house or as a man taking care of the house. And then that's when all that shenanigans and all that bullshit goes down. No, and I think that is very important is to appreciate your partner. You don't have to be in a traditional gender role, but both of you have to respect each other and communication. And I, I think that's why I think I, that's why I like about us. We know we disagree on things, but we're able to find that middle ground, and that's why I believe we talk more purple pill than a blue pill than a red pill. We are that purple pill. It's that middle ground of finding what works for both parties and how to respect both parties. And as, as what it is is how you make a relationship work. No, and I think the big thing is we, we're we both committed to working on ourselves and not letting any biases we have limit us as people. Yeah, all right. I got, I got another one here. I didn't even read it yet. Women crave attention to lie to another so their opinions are invalid. And the little quote thing, whatever the fucking reply thing they have, um, average, never take... The opinions of another woman, they lie to each other. They literally tell a five, they're a ten, who are they trying to fool, but all they want is social validation to themselves, which I believe is true. Women will tear other women down. Just like Al Bundy has said, I'm gonna, let me finish this. Women understand women, and they hate each other. I'm not going to say that that is wrong necessarily, but... Men do the same thing. I think it's just for some reason we want a gender behavior. I don't know. Just, I never ran into um, a man. Um, I'm never ran into another man going, "Hey, bro, man, you you a fucking ten? Like, no, bitch, you need to hit the gym." Yeah. Now I will admit that we uh, we call each other out on what we're fucking following. Well, not just that, but part. men are extremely negative, and I don't know if it's just because society has conditioned us to be this way. <laughs> but in even my healthiest male friendships. You're right. Like half of it is shit talking. We are the yeah, exactly. And I, I think that what it comes down to, I don't I don't believe it's a, a societal thing. It's a reality thing because men deal with more of the shit, and they deal with more of the high pressure, yeah, high pressure situations. Like I said, traditionally, so we have more of a negative outlook to life, or we have just a in a way a thicker skin, and we just. And we don't take it seriously. Well, it's kind of like... Just like I, when I call you, like, you got the whole mustache, fucking Ron Jeremy hairdo going, like, what are you, Ron Jew? <laughs> like, come on. That's just that. We're the only people. And it's weird, because men are very territorial like this. Like, you can make a joke about my mental health, or me being a former alcoholic, and we will both laugh, and I 100% know you're saying it from a place of love, and just, we almost... Because it's such a serious thing, we make fun of it yeah. to feel better about it. Yeah, but exactly. let some stranger come in and start calling me crazy or whatever and see what Our happens. Our gloves are coming off. Yeah, exactly. As a boss room, we going rounds. Just like, I, I, you know what? I told my brother this. 
I told him when he, if he comes up here next time he does, or I go down there, I'm gonna I want to fight him. And he he looked at me. He's like, "Why would you want to fight me?" I was like, "Because I need to teach you a lesson." And that's the worst part. And that's the crazy part, though, is through us not just exchanging blows verbally, but sometimes like getting in that ring and really like I and this is a personal belief. It's sometimes it's not the words; it's the actions that you take. Even though if those actions may be physical, you get it out of you. You learn from it. And especially, I believe, in like when it comes down to fighting, um, I'm just going to use boxing as an example. Not for a competitive reason, but you guys have two different views. And pounding the shit out of each other it might just be that leverage that you need to go, I understand where you're coming from, and it's that plantation of your of you being what you believe in. Not just verbally. I don't disagree with this. And it, it's funny because I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's just men, but there is some primal part of all of us, no matter how evolved we are, that no, you just want to lay hands on each other for no reason. It's not about winning or losing either. If you really no, like this person, you it's, don't it's care. Coming, and what it is, it comes to an understanding. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. When I met my best friend, granted he's passed away now, the first time we met each other, we beat the shit out of each oh, other. Oh, yeah. Because he was that preppy kid. I was that emo goth kid. And just from that, we wanted to kick each other's no, ass. No, no. And, and he, here's here's the best part. We tied. Yeah. We were laying on the ground like, you want to be friends? Yeah. No, yeah, I want to be friends. Best friends when I was Best younger. friend I ever fucking yeah. had. Same thing with me and one of my buddies. We literally, for like a summer, would just, every day, for no reason, <laughs> meet in a field, beat the crap out of each other. Then go get ICs. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's where a lot of women can't just... I've never heard a woman's story no. this story. Like, exactly. well, I, I met this bitch, and we clawed each other's eyes out, and then we're best friends. Yeah, no, because no, they hate each other. And I, I think that's a big thing. Of, and I, that's why I was telling my brother this. Is like, I was like, dude, I want to just fight you, just because... Like, you know, boxing rings nowadays are a lot safer because it doesn't let you just go hog wild. <laughs> Because they don't want getting people injured no. anymore. And especially for me, because I only have one kidney. So I, I'm going to wear the kidney protector. I can at least take a hit or two. But with him, I was like, I was like, dude, let's just, let's just go. Because we have widely different views on things. And I honestly think it is a good way for us to come to an understanding about one another. It's just, let's just go a few rounds and let our actions show our emotion. And I, I think that's a big thing I, I don't think a lot of people understand is men are more physical beings. That's why we we have a lot more outrage, why we'll punch a fucking wall. And then after that, we're done. We're cool. Yeah, I think this is a combination of a couple things because I don't disagree. And two, for some reason, society, it's okay if a guy gets angry. Like, nobody ever gets upset if a man is angry, at least back when I was a kid. But you show any other emotion, it's like, oh no, this this is oh he's too emotional. Yeah, exactly. He's unstable. He's not healthy. <laughs> yeah, he's a little bitch. Why is he crying? <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah, no. Oh oh. Oh, here, here, here's one. Ready for this one? Oh. God. <laughs> this is a what the fuck. I have never really heard of this being an issue, and what it is, it's in Europe. And there's a dude in my 30s. I don't have a. I'm in my 30s. I don't have a car. 
and there's three women to the side. We don't care. Get the bus. In the United States, in my 30s, I don't have a car. The women, if you speak to us again, we will call the police. I'm, I'm guessing this poster's from Europe because I get you guys have excellent public transportation because all your countries literally are, are the size of less than our states in most cases. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> in this country, we have terrible public transportation. You can't rely on it unless you're... I think New York is like our only famous place that has decent public transportation. Because yeah. here in Pennsylvania and Even in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, if you don't, if after ten o'clock you ain't getting home. No, not just that, but they're not on time. I no, had to take public God. transportation for six months. And it, and here's the thing: when originally, I, 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 at least I can speak to Pittsburgh. Uh, when originally Pittsburgh was built, it was not built for buses. It was not built for bike lanes. It was like you know Penn Avenue. Oh God, yeah, no. You know how they turned that to a, that was a one way street originally. That was a two way street, and they did it because of a bike line. Mm. Yeah, let that one sink in. But yeah, no, our transportation over here is just absolutely atrocious. You need to have a car, but there's no reason for it. just because a person doesn't have own a vehicle or have a car does not mean you're calling the cops on them. No, no, that's no. no it gets caught put under of. This person is not stable or successful. Yeah, we do I think you're above if you don't have a car in America, though. That's unfortunately... It is what it is, and with the cost of cars rising the way they are, it's probably going to become more of a problem. And it is kind of sad here in America, because if you don't have a car, you really can't get a good job. Yeah, exactly. Because all the jobs along bus lines are like fast food and things of that nature... So you're you're pretty screwed. Yeah, if you unless don't have you a live car. like literally in a a city or a decently sized city, yeah, you're gonna be screwed. All right, here's one. You're gonna love this because me and you are not. We don't really care about Andrew Tate. We've only heard things about Andrew Tate. <laughs> so this is gonna be right up our alley. You ready for this one? Oh God, all right. Quote: Spends too much time hanging out with other Andrew Tate fanatics starter pack. And this little meme: Watching too much porn warped my reality starter pack. Oh God. It's natural for men to have sex in the butt, but women's assholes are shaped to welcome a penis. Number two. Oh if a woman has sex with other men, her babies will have all their DNAs combined. Uh, I know, I, there's some crap pipe shit in here. Number three. Females don't grow body hair naturally. It's our modern world that messed up our hormones. Women been grown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my been God. Grown. Look at the French. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Is it... Number four. Oh, there's more. Men are hunter and gatherers, so they need to work out all the time. Women only exercise intensely when they have sex. They, they realize hunter-gatherer societies because the fact that they were gathering pine nuts and shit. Traditionally speaking... Was that a woman thing? Sometimes. It depends on the culture. But yeah, typically, if you have a, a tribe here, half of them are going to be gathering, half of them are going to be hunting. It's usually not a gender thing. Yeah. They've done a lot of studies on that one. If you can shoot a bow, and you can shoot a bow good, that's exactly you're a fucking hunter. That's exactly it. Rectums are rectums, no matter what yeah, your gender I, are. Yeah, that's no, just, there's no such thing as a penis-shaped rectum. And I, uh, I hate to tell men, but uh, actually because of where our prostate is located... Anal it's, sex is usually more pleasurable for a man than it's it is true. a woman. That's because that's a woman doesn't... Again, this is how men don't have any... I think some men have no idea of anatomy. Mm-hmm. Of, 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 blah, 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 anatomy. Yeah. 
And yeah, men have a prostate, women do not. There is pleasure given from the prostate because the bladder the bladder lines basically follow from the prostate to your testicles to your dick. Yep. And Got they're it. all interconnected. Yeah. yeah. What was the uh there was there was more the body oh. hair thing? Body hair? Yeah. Yeah, no, we're all monkeys. And yeah, we we all have pubic hair. Yeah, we all no. have armpit hair. Yeah. It's, it, everyone it just gets is it. What it it's, is. Yeah, that's just. I, God, I don't even know how to argue that because it's so dumb. It's I, so dumb. Yeah. It's redundant. No, that's. <sighs> all right, my favorite one. If a woman has sex with other men, her babies will have all their DNA. Oh God, yeah, I blocked that out because it was so <laughs> stupid. That's not how reproduction works. Um, Rich, there's a roof if you want to jump off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I kind of do. Because, no, um, I, I would hope everyone knows this, but literally all mammals and most other species of things have a, a paired gamete system, which has half of the chromosomes in it. So sperm has 50% of the chromosomes. The egg has the other 50%. Whenever sperm finds that egg, you now have a whole pair of chromosomes that makes a little baby person. Yes, and if I remember about chromosomes, there's uh, a few different combinations. It's always XY, XX, YY, YX. Or however it fucking works out. There's a bunch of different combinations. Sometimes though, it gets crossed and they get confused, and that's when you end up with the um, uh, what is it called? Intersex people. That, that can happen. Yeah. Basically, all of the pairs of chromosomes like, except the last one. If you're XY, you're a male. If you're XX, you're a female. And I forget what actually causes legitimate intersex, but there's there's a problem. There's with a problem that last with the chromosome. Yeah. yeah, and that's sometimes um, they get confused. Yeah, a legitimate <laughs> thing, and we're not even gonna go into that because yeah, that, that's that's a whole transsexual topic of I'm not a person in my own body. Yada yada. Doctors made other bullshit. Well, that's me. not even that. That's you're literally biologically speaking well, somewhere it's either in that between. Or you're not getting cut off the fucking um the thing and come out with the uh, what the hell is that thing called? The tube thing that you come out with that's attached to you, um, that you gotta snip. In biblical quote? Yeah, that thing. Oh my god, this At is At that not... point, you gotta kinda of figure that shit out, I think. This is gonna be the one that... At we're... that point, you gotta make the call. I am so sorry, everybody. We're definitely... <laughs> we're, 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 it's gonna be a one beer minimum from now on. I, I hope you come back. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> I'm just saying, at that point, you gotta, like, you gotta cut the cord. Oh my god. Oh... <laughs> Oh, not how boobs work. This is going to be great. Oh, God. I can't wait to hear this. All right. All right. There's a lot of text. But how much does the, quote, servants holding Aphrodite's breast fantasy appeal to women or men in real okay, life? I need to stop you. What is that first part? I think we're mean? about to find out. I Larger breasts, while alluring on a superficial level, are also notorious for being a burden to some women. Who have them? In some cases, the point of back pain. It's not in some cases. It's, it's you have every over case. A yeah, that's. I've it. actually had a neighbor uh, when I was living in the city um, with my ex-wife. One of her neighbors, her breasts were so big, she actually had to go get a reduction. Oh yeah, sometimes because is. her back was completely shot from them, and they were still fucking huge. And she uh, went down like four cup sizes. No, there's uh, conditions. Okay, I guess this is the deal. Lately, there's a meme going around portraying a, quote, theoretically mutually beneficial solution. Having servant guys carry her breasts for her as depicted in anime happening for the Greek goddess Aphrodite. In theory, this could be beneficial for both participants as the guy who does this has an excuse to have his hand on her... Oh, oh my, my god. god, this is... Uh, Here, I uh, thought you were about to read me something from uh, one of the animes, uh, High School DXD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not even... This is stupid. I'm sorry. 
this, oh god how do people think these are things? I, I don't know but I, apparently all these women are just bitching about a lot of these people are bitching about is anatomy yeah like alright look if you're a man actually learn the fucking anatomy there's a website it's called OMGS go to it subscribe to it pay the fucking one time fee they have three seasons right now I know this because I've listened to other oh yeah at other quote unquote not safe for work podcasts and it is one of the biggest things they actually they interviewed I think it was 10,000 women ages from 18 to like 100 shout out to that one that's still banging at 100 that's that's impressive Fuck yeah, I'm gonna have my shit's gonna be. I won't even have my shit left. <laughs> oh, okay. It's gonna be dust. Yeah. Here's a here's a fun one. This one is funny. Weed is so fucking feminine and juvenile. I can't believe quote men smoke it. You want to sit there giggling, kicking your feet, and eating little snacks? What the fuck? Oh my god. Being the fact I was a weed smoker at one point before I guess becoming being happy is feminine as fuck. Like, how dare you? Yeah, uh, are we supposed to be miserable assholes all day long? And I then guess you get pissed so. Off at us for being miserable assholes. <laughs> is that how that works? God, no, no. I'm sorry. I I smoked my weed back in my time. I don't smoke no more. And it was a great way to fucking past time. I guess exactly. Sometimes you just want to be happy. Yeah. And I it's agree. It's the most chillest fucking way. If you're only happy when you're smoking weed, there's an issue. Yeah. But it kind of goes back to moderation in anything. You do you. Oh, God. This guy's just against, you know, giving head to women and reciprocating. That's... What? No, 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 no. See, to me, that's fair trade. I, I have always believed that in my heart of hearts. I'm sorry, if a woman gives you a head, you give that woman a head. Yeah, that's that's kind of me. And that's fair trade. As yeah. long as, look, and that also comes back to taking care and keeping your shit clean. Yep. No, I agree with that, but it's just As like, long as your shit's good and it's clean, don't, go ahead, go and do it. This dude's literally quoting imaginary health risks for him not reciprocating. I'm, 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 what is wrong with? I don't know, uh, why do you, you suggest this to yeah, me? Why would you want to be in a relationship where you hate the other person? Is what I, I, I I'm telling you, we're gonna record a third episode and it's gonna be about fucking anatomy, especially female anatomy. Yeah, we're gonna, people are fucking retarded. I think we ought to get just some numbers, like refractory period for men, so people can kind of understand what is normal. Because there's yeah, all we are not built like the sex god Zeus. I'm sorry, no. We are not Zeus. We'll never be Zeus, and just know. <laughs> all right, all right. Here, here's one. I haven't even read it yet, but we're gonna go with it. Um, found this was found on social media. Okay. Children whose mother is work is a working woman grow up in an orphanage like environment. The AM sub never fails to give out such content. So this is quoted. Why downvote? Children raised by mothers who stay home turn out to be a better, well-rounded individual who want to aspire to create a home, not an orphanage. I have friends with both parents working, and they are pretty fucked up, especially the girls. They don't get enough love support at the home. They then go on trusting outsiders, which can be really dangerous. This comes back to how stable your parents are, period. True. If you have two loving, stable parents, even if you're a latchkey kid... Let alone, let alone if, even if they are somewhat unstable, I, I think it's still a better environment. Yes. I'm sure it's what legitimately 100% valid 
if a woman wants to stay home with her children or if a man wants to stay home with their children, people act like that's the silver bullet to everything. If that woman or that man's unstable, you're essentially now just yeah, spending your entire time around someone who is not equipped to handle your needs. Oh, God, yeah. Um, grab your bullet journal real quick. Um, one other thing I, I would like to really touch on is is the uh, the uh, being unstable in a household, but the um, it, it's the um, you owe us parent. Oh yeah, that's the reason why you have what you have yeah. is because of that that's something I, I definitely think we should that's, definitely talk that's about. That's a topic, yes, because I I don't. See, this is why we podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I know these last ones. Welcome, welcome to our brainstorming sessions. This is what this is. It's a brainstorm to for us to get more content. But here, I, I completely, I believe in the traditional family. Um, I think it's better. I think overall it's better off. As long as both parents are mostly stable, everyone's going to have their quirks. But And I didn't grow up in a stable household. I, I, I didn't. I, I always uh, make the joke. I have three mothers. The one who gave me up for adoption, the one who sold gave me up for $10,000, and the one who is a very big biblical person who has never pushed her beliefs on me. But I was six years old by the time I met her, and by that time I already did. I was like, like, yo, you're Tony. You're my stepmom. Yeah. Well, no, it, it's, a, it's a fun way to put how your life went. And, you know, that comes with baggage and everything else. I'll tell you this. My mother homeschooled both me and my sister. It didn't change anything. If the home life isn't good and the parents aren't stable, this idea of having a, a nuclear family where the woman stays home doesn't do anything. Yeah, and, uh, and the worst part is, though, is that with the way the economy is, it, it forces both parents to That's work. That's a, a huge and, thing. And um, I'm lucky with what I got going on. I'm probably able going to be I'm really able to do a traditional-style family. You know, Taz already told me she does want to work part-time once they go to school, which I, you know what, that's fine. I have no problem with her working. It's not the fact I want it to be purely traditional. It's just economically it's not always feasible. No. But if one party or the other party is able to provide the income where the other person maybe only has to work part-time or if they're lucky enough not have to work at all is ideal. Well, I think this goes back to if you're an emotionally healthy relationship and both of you are stable, then yeah, having the extra attention for the children can benefit you. But it seems like so many relationships are not necessarily healthy. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, I, I kind of like this one. All right. What you got? Virginity is a social construct. And this guy re replied back, not a social construct. You let a dude in you, or you put your thing in someone, and chemicals attach you to them. No. Yeah, that's. No, I'm sorry. Virginity is such is, is a thing, but it they're partially right where it is not a social construct. It's a physical fucking thing. Well, the hymen is one of those things that you can tear that to in sports, and a lot of girls yeah, do. Or falling over on a bicycle. Seriously, it, yeah. it's not a hard thing necessarily to break. No. Does not make you chemically attuned to another person. Oh God! This no, bike busted my hymen. Now I gotta. I love this bike, and he's yeah. my only man. Yeah. No, I'm oh, sorry. Like, I didn't. What it, I think that person, what they're confusing, is the attraction they feel to that one particular what? person because they never experienced it before. Yes, and that's and where that chemical reaction takes place. Not just that during sex, because everyone remembers hormones and the body yeah. hormones. But we're even finding out that's not nearly. Well, as... here's the thing: you remember the first person you ever had sex with? Oh yeah, I ever. I remember the first person I ever had sex with. 
it's it's that it's that moment that's always going to be ingrained to you. It's a first. Yeah. It's that first that raw feeling. Don't have your first time in the Bible Belt, y'all. It really messes you. My up. first time was not only the front but at the back. Hmm. Two for one special. That's impressive. No wonder you're a deviant. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope y'all are still enjoying this. We're, we're trying, but I think we were a little too oh. faded by this time. Okay. But. All right, all right. Look, I, I went to a different sub. This one's uh, in the sub, How Girls Work. Oh, this is... Okay. okay. Hopefully, there's actually some good information Period here. Period question. Oh, okay. So, something we, we probably had no fucking clue about. We have no right to talk about. So, you're, all right. Here it is. Speed round. All right. Hello. I am just curious if anyone can answer my question. If there's any other Reddit pages to help me as well. I was supposed to get my period on January 8th, and it still hasn't come yet. I've taken a pregnancy test, and it came back negative. I've also been getting cramps every now and then, but still haven't gotten it, because maybe it has because it has to do with stress or something. What should I do? This is actually a legitimate question. Yeah, it's the, legitimate. The big thing I would ask is if she'd been getting her period regularly. She probably has been since she's been experiencing this. But there's a lot of different things that can cause this hormonal stress. fluctuation. Stress can. If she's Stressful on birth if you control, have a period or multiple periods yeah, in a month. Yeah, some birth control will extend the period to only actually shedding the uterine lining like every three months or something like that. I've yeah. heard there's a lot of different things. It days. also makes you, it depends on, again, like you're saying, it depends on what one you take because some of them will make a period very light, disappear completely. Um, honestly, uh, this is something I know for a fact. Don't. If you're going to go on birth control, do not get the depot shot. Nope. That will basically, it makes it either A, you incredibly hard to become pregnant, or you become infertile. Yeah. Because it delays the egg development or something. Yeah, it's, fu- it's fucking wild. Yeah. But that's all I know about it. I don't know. Oh. But, um, yeah, no, it, it's just. You know, uh,. Do you have an? I'm looking for. I, I don't really have anything else. Yeah, we're at the uh, the 40 minute mark, so I yeah. think let's do a little wrap up here for uh, young men that might be watching, even though we're an explicit podcast. Learn your anatomy. Learn, Learn her anatomy. Exactly. Uh, if you're uh, a woman, never be afraid to explore your own anatomy. Read up on it. Even you as a man, don't yep. explore yourself. Yep. Be, com- be comfortable with you. Yes. Before you start getting involved with someone else. And the other, my other thing, um, this is something me and Taz have always, always been trying, working on, and it's something that will always be worked on, no matter who you are. Communication, communication, communication. Yep. You should never be in a relationship where you're afraid to say something. And don't be afraid to try something. Um, that's, I think that's pretty much good. Um, yeah. Um, there's probably more we could add to that list, but let's keep it short, kind of short. This has been a roller coaster, but I really hope we've retained some people <laughs> by the end of this. Thank you all for listening. We'll probably return to a more long form thing for the next one. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we've got a third fun one for here. <laughs>